So I have a little announcement to make uh, for this week's episode. Uh, you may, <laughs> you may remember that I'm an actor and that Jen is a singer. What do you mean? But for now, we're both on hiatus, for we are both now interior designers. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Oh, yes, we are. It's been high that five. That was a high five. That was a high five. Do you Good want that a bit higher? Because we're a bit even... higher. Apparently, you need to look at the elbow. Why? You look at the, if you look at my elbow. Yeah. Now go. No, that's rubbish. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we decided to take a week off last week. Apologies to a few people that had Apologies. beef with that. Yeah, um, Laura. Laura didn't like it. She, she didn't was like, like it. She was like, "What am I meant to do on my Thursday evening?" <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, we apologise for that. However, Freddie was away on a school trip for three nights, and we thought perfect opportunity, and we redecorate his room, which was genius. I did. I thought that's brilliant, Chris. However. Mm. The sort of pressure of your child going away for two nights is like, okay, what should we be doing? We should be going out for dinner, swearing all around the house, having lots of rampant sex. <laughs> yeah, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, none of that happened. <laughs> Instead, right. I was I was imagining I was imagining like <laughs> like a scene from an, a nineties rom com where we're both in dungarees, and then Jen would go, "Hey, Chris, look over here," and then she'd splash a bit of paint on me, and then we'd fall into a rapturous bedroom bit of like. <laughs> Pumpy, pumpy. No, none of that happened either. Well, and I accidentally get a little bit of paint on the end of my nose and you go, oh, you look so cute. No. See, Jen doesn't like any mess whatsoever. So even if I attempted that, it would have completely backfired. Uh, but the first error we made, because Fred said, I want to go, I want to go yellow in my room. And we looked at a couple of things on Pinterest and it was like, oh, okay. So yellow's quite cool. So we went to our local yeah. uh, hardware shop. Um, yeah. And got some yellow paint, came back, and I yeah. painted the whole room yellow. Sorry, who painted the whole room yellow? Well, both of us did. But both I, of us did. You, did you the had first a brush, coat. I had a roller. You, did, totally the, you did the first game. coat. I did the next five, because it's very hard to cover up dark blue with yellow. So, at the end of the day, we looked at the room, which was still not really finished. It looked like your auntie's spare room. Oh, it was not it was good awful. look. awful. So, Chris tried to cheer me up by offering to take me out for dinner, which was so nice of him. I came but... in and uh, did this whole <laughs> romantic thing of, right, that's it. Tools down, or brushes down, as it were. Yeah. I'm going to take you out. I'll give you an hour and a half to get dressed. And... You didn't say that. You said, let's just go out now. And I was, like, so exhausted. I had a cold. And I was like... How am I supposed to get ready in such a short time? Any potential of a romantic entanglement, yeah. we did the opposite. Yeah. So we ended up having a massive argument. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the room is so yellow, I can't bear it. And it's all your fault because you said he could have his room yellow. And I was like, I liked it f blue. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to bleep that. Am I? Yeah. I we can say f can't we? I think I think there's a couple of people who said. Fuck, fuck, fuck. All right, you like you like a swear. All right. I like a swear every now and then. All right, fine. Point being, 
we very hurriedly had to decide on what to do next. So we went back to the hardware store. And we got some grey paint and we decided to duotone the room. As soon as we'd done that, we were like, shit, we're interior designers. Bossing it. Absolutely. Bossing it. I mean, it was the epitome of on the same page creatively. Oh my God. And then that day was amazing, wasn't it? That day was brilliant. Yeah. And I said, I'll tell you what we're doing tonight. We're having pizza and wine and doing some painting. It was now, excellent. that was potential for, you know, brushes on the end of the nose and all that, you know, jazz, all that yeah. jazz. Still didn't get there. Still didn't. Nah, but, busy. But, yeah, 16 years busy. married. Too busy, mate. Yeah. Anyway, the result was... Crushed it. Crushed it, mate. Crushed, crushed it. Crushed it. So, I'm sorry we had to miss an episode, but it was really time-consuming. Do you want to chuck out a before and after photo on the... I'm going to the... chuck out a before and after photo. Yeah, love a before and after photo. So, apart from our very busy week being interior decorators, designers, or whatever you'd like to call us, um, we have had the most incredible submission um, of a useless purchase. Oh, it's, it's, it's brilliant. Absolutely knockout from Tom Kelly, who I think we've mentioned to you before. He lives in um, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And um, he, in America, obviously. Brilliant. And- <laughs> Just to clarify, and, uh, he is. We've yet to meet in real life. He's apparently a big worstie. You're the worst fan. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm very grateful for that nod. Um, also works in the in the podcasting world himself. He's uh, just launched a podcast uh, course. Has he? Yeah, so that, that people can learn how to produce good audio because his company's called Clean Cut Audio. Very good. Nice plug. Yeah. Um, well, well deserved plug because. And he asked if he could read it out himself, Chris. Yeah, well, fantastic. He's so, taken that initiative yeah. and he's he's run with it. He hasn't only run with it, <laughs> he's smashed it out of the park. So much so that yeah. Jen and I didn't really have to do anything no, here. No, no. We're just going to roll his jingle. <laughs> here sure. we go. Let's roll his jingle. Let's roll his jingle. Here's let's, Tom's jingle. Let's roll his intro into his jingle. Oh, yeah. It's an intro into the jingle, is it? Roll his jingle. Roll his jingle intro. Hey, Chris and Jenny. Thanks so much for having me on. I've got a story for you about a useless purchase. Roll the jingle. Did he write that himself? (laughs) It's so good. I mean, I I would buy that song in 1998 in my car. I'd be rocking and rolling to that bad boy, some 41 type song. Oh my God. That was so good. I mean... Tom, if you got any other music, send it to us. Yeah, that was yeah. amazing. Anyway, let's get on with the story. What have you got to tell us? When I was about 20 years old, I became really good friends with a woman named Ryan, who was my tattooer, and her husband, Sean, who was my piercer. It must have been a slow day at the shop that day because they gave me a call and said they would offer me a great deal on this procedure where rather than the standard price of about $500, they would do it for $100 cash and a bag of El Salvadorian coffee. Right, 500 bucks. Is that how much a tattoo costs? I haven't got any tattoos. I don't know. I haven't got any tattoos. I'd do anything for a bag of coffee, though. Continue. Okay. Also, just to clarify, <laughs> just to clarify, um, I have actually listened to this before, and what he doesn't say is he's going for a piercing. Okay. Not a tattoo. Oh, okay. Just so that the listeners know. See, I haven't heard this before, so this is all fresh for me. Fresh ears, crimps. 
I was a barista at a specialty coffee shop outside of Washington, D.C. at the time, and they enjoyed a nice single origin, as do I. So I obliged, I came down to the shop, and they pretty quickly got to work letting me know what was about to happen, and we went into the private booth to get started. Okay, so what do you think is going to happen? Well, I think, obviously, this is all going to go terribly wrong for him. (laughs) I don't know how. I know. With it being a useless purchase, it's making me very nervous. Oh, I just hope it's not painful. Good luck. The first thing they did was pull out this massive needle, and they shoved it so far into my body and pumped it full of Novocaine or something, some kind of numbing agent. But, oh my God, I don't even know if I can describe the pain I was in from this needle being like an inch and a half into my body. And they were just swirling it around, shoving it in and out, really getting me nice and numbed up. And while it was so, so painful, within seconds, I couldn't feel anything and I couldn't feel the scalpel cutting into my skin. And let me tell you, this it's quite an experience to see all that blood come out and not really comprehend any pain. However, I was doing pretty okay with it. And then he brought out this little brass rod to quote-unquote elevate the skin. And he shoves this little thing like, I don't know, half the diameter of a pencil into this hole in my finger. And he starts like swirling it around and pushing it up and down to make room for the magnet, which was about to go in my finger. Right, so we're in the finger. We're in the finger. We're in the finger. There's more swirling going on Swirling in the finger area. Rather than a useless purchase, this this sounds like Tom's terror section. (laughs) No, Tom's terrible tales. (laughs) Now, this magnet is about the size of a Tic Tac. I don't know if you have Tic Tacs in England. It's maybe like the size of three grains of rice put together. Of course we have Tic Tacs Love a Tic Tac. Love a Tic Tac on a long journey. And, oh my God, when when that started going in, my head hit the table and I nearly blacked out. It, it was just like too much for my brain to comprehend the trauma that was happening to my body, but not being able to feel it. And Sean starts yelling for the intern, Tobias, Tobias, come in here, get the glucose tablets, get them quick, quick. <laughs> and so my friend Tobias comes in and he's kind of rubbing my back. He's giving me these sugar tablets. So, buddy, how was your day? And I felt like such a baby. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm about to black out. How was your day? <laughs> well, it, it was fine a- till I came in here. Bloody awful. <laughs> I don't want your coffee. Uh, no, he's giving I me know. the coffee. You're getting so muddled up with the coffee. I'm not. I'm, gr- I'm about to hit my head on the table and faint. Just this bloody story. <laughs> Tom's giving them the coffee for the cheap magnet finger. <laughs> but, you know, I got through it. I stayed conscious. They put one suture in me and I walked out of that piercing booth just white as a sheet. I was so pale. I was so flustered. I was kind of leaning on my friend Tobias and these two girls who showed up to like get their ears pierced looked in horror as I came out of that room, probably having no idea what happened in there. I don't know if they were second guessing their decision to get pierced that day, but they they looked concerned. I'll say that. But let me tell you, if the pain of that Novocaine wasn't bad enough, the next three months of my life, I was just in excruciating pain. Hang on. You put a magnet in your finger and for three months you were in excruciating pain. Maybe this is what, like, uh, Magneto went through in uh, in X-Men. Having this foreign object in my finger that's not very small. It's in the tip of my right-hand ring finger. 
And yeah, for about three months, I couldn't like place my hand on a table. I couldn't make a fist. If anything touched it, it was blinding pain. And to this day, I can't rock climb. Not that that's something I would ever elect to do anyway. It's kind of hard to like hold a, a crate full of books or something. I can't really put a lot of pressure But every now and then, if I'm at a diner that has cheap enough silverware where the knives respond to magnetism and they're lightweight enough, I can pick it up with my finger without having to grab it and kind of swirl it around. It's a neat little party trick. Tom, if we do ever get to meet in real life, Mm -hmm. then, uh, you know, if I've arranged a day of rock climbing and carrying crates of books, you won't have anything to do. But you can swirl a knife around the tip of his fingers. (laughs) Totally we all it. will have our uses, Tom. We all will have our uses. You know, I can pick up paper clips and screws and stuff, and people are fascinated for about two seconds, and then I tell them what happened, and they're like, oh, that's dumb. I'm not sure it was worth the pain, and I got to tell you, it was a pretty useless purchase. All right, guys, thanks so much for having me. You're the Worst is my favorite TV show. This is my favorite podcast. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate listening to this show every week, and I just cannot thank you enough. Okay, bye. I tell you what, Tom, you have made our week with this. What a fascinating and grotesque story. Tom's grotesque tales may have to be. (laughs) What about this? I think we'll have to call this episode Tom's Magnetic Finger. Are you buying that? Yes. I can't write a jingle for that. It's a bit too specific. (laughs) I can only do that once, I think. (laughs) Tom's magnetic finger. (laughs) Magnetic finger. (laughs) Spinning the knife. He loves the word swirling as well. He He said swirl swirl about 52 times in that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Tom Kelly, thank you so much for that wonderful, wonderful section there. What a ledge. So we had an interesting night last night because we decided to do movie night as we sometimes do on a mm. on a Sunday evening. We did. Uh, usually we're watching something a bit end of the worldy because Freddie likes that. He likes a bit of it, you know. He's end of the as you Jane, know, guys. Jane doesn't like it. Day I, I remove myself from movie night if we're doing that. But last night I said no end of the world movies. Let's go because both, both both Jen and Freds love a bit of spooky, a bit more than me actually. Okay. So we chose to watch. The Others. The Others. Nicole Kidman. Guess what year it was? 2001. That's ridiculous. I couldn't believe it was 22 years ago since I'd seen it at the cinema. Yeah. Because remember, and this was this was the time where a twist at the end was a was a massive thing. So yeah, yeah, Sixth yeah. Sense must have been around that time. Yeah. And uh, The Others, we remember that twist at the end. If you haven't so seen good. it, where have you been the last 22 years? Oh, so good. Um, I think you're all right to do a spoiler, though, because because if you haven't seen it by now, that's your fault. but we're waiting for the bits there's two bits we're really waiting for firstly is where the little girl is playing with the the toy uh, with the toy and she's got the veil on and you know she's she's got an old woman's hand and then she's like "Ah, an old woman (laughs) (laughs) and we're we're looking at freddie knowing that moment's coming up going (laughs) yeah yeah and then it happens and it wasn't anywhere near as scary as i remember he didn't even react he was like (laughs) <laughs> I mean, this is this is like 2023 YouTube generation 
He's just yeah. not fussed. He kind no. of went, oh, right. Yeah. yeah. It was like um, he was watching a documentary yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> it also wasn't very, as very good graphics as I remember either. Well, it's funny. It was a lot of uh, 2000s transitions between yeah. the scenes. A lot yeah, of fade yeah. outs. Fade outs and cross, uh, cross tra- what do they call it? A cross fade. Yeah. Cross fade. Anyway. Um, and the music was like, I mean, yeah. it was a very heightened kind oh, it of really spooky was. music. Yeah. But of course, when we got to the end where, Massive spoiler alert for anyone who uh, has been living under a rock. Um, <laughs> uh, when they reveal that the whole family is actually dead, Freddie lost his mind. He, yeah, loved he loved that. He loved the concept of that. He loved yeah, that. Yeah, that was really cool. The thought of making a film from that point of view that you're the actual ghost rather than, you know, you think that everybody else is the ghost, but actually it turns out you're the ghost and you didn't realise you were Absolute dead. genius. Genius. At the time, I saw it at the cinema genius. back in 2001, which... Um, which so was I. super... Di- All right. It's not competition. No, it's not competition, but I did tell you that at the beginning of the section. Did but you? But as usual, not listening. Pardon? <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so so we're watching this, and then right oh. at the end, the credits roll, um, and I was, like, looking at the, looking at you know, the, the actress credits. who played the little girl uh, yeah, yeah. and the actor that played the little boy, and, of course, now they're, like, in their... Deep thirties, yeah, deep thirties, and yeah. um, and you know, like the little boy was just so cute. It was like, "Mommy, I'm a bit scared." Uh, is can now I have a kiss. Is didn't sound like that. He sounded like the granny then. Mommy, can I have a kiss? <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's still got a bit of a cold. Mommy, can I have a kiss? It was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the little boy's like thirty-eight or something <laughs> now. Why is that funny though? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> And it, well, it's like you know, Haley Joel Osmond, who played uh, the little kid in Sixth Sense, is now yeah. he's he's about the same age as me. It's just yeah. weird. It's weird seeing it. Macaulay yeah. Culkin. I'm constantly every Christmas. I go, I wonder what he looks like now. Oh, <laughs> you know, it's it's that, isn't it? And well, because they're forever young, aren't they? In your eyes, yeah. It it, it prompted a couple of dreams for me last night. Oh, here we go. <laughs> if we if we haven't mentioned this before. Jen loves telling me about her dreams. I love telling Chris about a dream in the morning. Every every morning, right, apart from Fridays, the first thing Jen says to me every single Friday morning without fail, have you put the bins out? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> because uh, apparently that's my job to always put the bins out yeah, on no, a Thursday it is night. It's your job, but you always do it. So you always do it before I remember. And I, I s- only remember on Friday morning. I set myself bloody alarms because I, I, I can't bear the potential anxiety of one Friday morning, did you put the bins out? And me going, shit, didn't put the bins <laughs> out. It happens in every household, babes. Don't worry about it. So anyway, getting back to my dreams. The other six days of the week, the first thing Jen says to me is, Oh, let me tell you about my dream. And you love it. Mm. <laughs> so do you do you dream like heavily every night or is this only every so often? No, I dream all the time. And they range from alien abduction to um to fighting spirits in oh my God. you know to to roaming around my grandmother's house when I was a child and in it finding extra rooms and what does that mean when you've got extra hidden rooms in a house that I mean no, no offense but you yeah. do on average look exhausted in the not exhausted <laughs> that's the wrong word <laughs> You Thanks, look, mate. No, no, you look lovely. You look beautiful. However, you, oh. yeah, you look traumatised by what you've experienced in the well, night. Well, last night, in my dream, I saw a man at the window, right, staring at me in the darkness. 
so scary. And I shouted out. I want. I was trying to shout out. Yes. And you know when you can't get the words out of your mouth and there's no volume. Terrifying, and It was mate. so ty- terrifying. But then I woke myself up by saying, Chris. And, and of then- course, I I woke up when she went, Chris. And, uh, <laughs> and I woke up and gave her a little cuddle and I said, it's okay, you're having another fucking dream. <laughs> <laughs> but I have, um, I have very pleasant dreams on the whole. Yeah, do you? Yeah. yeah. Flying dreams. Do you? Yeah, I fly quite a lot. You have bad dreams though, but your worst dreams are the ones about when you forget your lines. Yeah, that's a classic. I think that's any, classic. anyone who's a, like a creative. I have, I have the old. All oh, right, I'm on set and I don't know what I'm doing. Or yeah, and you're like, I'm never. I'm always prepared. So why don't I know what that's, the lines that's are? That's like a classic anxiety dream. Of yours, it is. yours sounds like I don't know one of your podcasts that you listen to all the time. Oh yeah, well sometimes I go up to the third floor of that house, and my house is always leaking. By the way. Right. The house has always got a leak. Don't know what that means. Somebody Ooh, write in and tell me. Look up, look up, look up your dream. <sighs> Maybe I will. So the house is always leaking. I get to like the third floor, and that's always the haunted room. And I burst in there, and I go, Ah, come on! Wow. So I'm shouting at the spirits to challenge me. I'm like, I'm not scared of you, and I'm doing all that. That's why I'm exhausted in the morning because I've been fighting ghosts all night. <laughs> So uh, we've got a bit of fan feedback for you Oh, now. I love fan feedback. Uh, yeah. Is that Chris's jingle? Let's play it for everyone. Okay. Here we go. Fan feedback. I love fan it. Fan feedback. Well, that was brilliant because it was recorded on my phone in our, in our back garden. Exactly. So Done. jobs are good. Chris doesn't particularly enjoy hearing it but we think it's funny so uh... I think he gets a bit nervous when we play it but but it has to be done right so our fan feedback today you may remember comes from a friend of ours called Jamie Scott who sent us a lovely email a while back we heard his useless perch uh, no we heard his grind the gears that's right about middle lane driving middle lane and we didn't get to finish his um, uh, his whole email so here we have Jamie's origin of words roll the jingle roll the jingle Jamie's origin of words. So here we go, Chris. What is the origin of the word shit? Oh, we can't can't bleep that one out, can we? We can't, no. The origin of words is actually a swear word. Yes, but... Great. Of course we're allowed to say shit. Okay, shit. Okay, Okay, shit. Any ideas, baby? I I think it's something... I'm thinking of the word posh, which is port out starboard oh, home. Yes. yes, it is. That's what I'm thinking of. Is yeah. it something to do with travel uh, or how people remember where like the ship is? Something? Apparently so, because he's put, I'll tell you this. This was a nautical term, so you are yes. correct, Mr. Gear. Many, many, many years ago, when seas were still as rough, but boats weren't as steady, all the really valuable stuff used to be kept down below, where it was considerably safer, with all the less valuable cargo transported on the deck for fear of losing it overboard. Okay. So, on Is it an the- acronym? Yes. You didn't know what an acronym meant. Then, I had to think you? about yeah. it. <laughs> It's ironic, isn't it? With me in charge of origin of words. Uh, no, it is, Christopher. Uh, it is an acronym. On this freight, they used to write in big letters, shit, 
which stood for store high in transit. Ah! Oh. Storing it high in transit meant that it wasn't valuable and it wasn't important. Wow, therefore it's shit. Exactly. Oh my God, that's really so interesting. So they called it shit, but it wasn't a swear word to start with. It was just an amalgamation of letters. And then obviously people over time began to refer to the less valuable things as, as shit. It's shit. Wow. Interesting, interesting, Jamie. Very good, Jamie. Do we have a year on this origin? Uh, Thank you origin? very much. There's no... He's put at the end, by all means, fact check it. Big, smiley, rosy-cheeked face. So I haven't, actually, because I just read it out. So We're, we're going to take I'm your gonna, word for it, Jamie. I'm going to take your word for it. We're I should take actually... take your origin of word for it. Right, so it's a new week and I am I'm grateful it's a new week, to be fair, because uh, uh, this past weekend I visited my happy place, uh, which you may have seen on Instagram, uh, visiting Manchester United. And of course, as I always do, I got Manchester United drunk. We call it mud. You've never called it that, but I like I haven't, it. I haven't, I just invented it. Mud. This is my talent for words. It's Acronyms. Very good. <laughs> it's not an acronym though, is it? Isn't is it? it? Yeah. Yeah, it, it is, is mate. <laughs> I got it wrong. <laughs> so I got Manchester United drunk, which was which was excellent. We beat Wolves 2-0 uh, home games. Beautiful sunny day and I just want to do a shout out to my my new best friend Angus Deaton. Oh, I'd uh, love to have met him. I wish I'd been what there. What a lovely bloke him and his son Isaac were there and also a big shout out to the staff. At the, um, As always. Uh, at Manchester United. I just love them. Kate, Gemma, everyone there. And also something very cool happened. Go on. Now, every so often I get the chance to, make, you know, very luckily to, to meet the players. Yeah. Now, I met Donny van der Beek. Now, you might have not heard of Donny I've van der Beek. I've heard of the van der Beeky man, but I don't know who he is. Well, he, on my Instagram mm-hmm. and Twitter... Mm-hmm. I have been compared to him so much. Oh, oh yes, no, I know who he is. Yes. We look yes. very, very similar. You do. Also, I thought... Oh, really? Because I saw him and I went, oh, my God, it's Donnie. I'm going to have to go and have a photo. Yes. But Did you course, have a photo? I had a photo with Donnie. And we're going to put it on the, on the show you notes. You didn't show me. I haven't showed you yet. However, this is the tale. Okay. Because Donnie was just coming out having just watched the game. Mm-hmm. I was Manchester United drunk. Oh, no. <laughs> so it doesn't look like Donnie van der Beek and his twin brother. It looks like Donnie van der Beek. And his fresh dad. Face, and his dad. <laughs> I've got like a bit of red wine mouth oh and like oh God. it's terrible my hair's a bit too long it was just a it was a hot mess but I was so so uh, <laughs> pleased to have met him we will put that on the show notes and uh, thank you again to Manchester United so I think that's uh, let's wrap it up for let's the day wrap shall we? up those presents and let's pop out those shoes to dry brilliant I'll, yeah. I'll take that I'll let's take that. wipe wipe the wellies on the doormat outside and step into the cosy warm kitchen where the arga is a lovely 75 degrees brilliant brilliant excellent that um, just came off the cuff that didn't it it's amazing the very good very good i am uh, gonna head downstairs and make some soup ahead of next week's <laughs> chris's culinary corner because i found a very healthy tasty soup that i'm going to tell you about but <laughs> the I thing just is say, oh thank god no I, I i bought some i bought some uh, pulses right <laughs> yeah some pulse beanie type things yeah that look really nice pulses are. and i was hoping to make this soup today yeah but i looked on the back and it said i've got to soak them for a day oh. 
dear mate. Yeah, you've got it. They need a lot of soaking. What's that all about? Well, they have to. Yeah, they have to get rid of the poison from the pulses. What? Well, sometimes with beans and things, you have to let all the toxins come out of them. Otherwise, they can be poisonous. All right, Jack and the Beanstalk. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's what my mum always said. Brilliant. Anyway, I'm just looking forward to your to-do list for tomorrow because today's to-do list was hilarious. What was on my to-do list today? Well, at the bottom it said, don't drink. Yeah, well, that's right. I'm going to have a whole week off the booze. I I understand that, but like, can't you just remember that? Why do you have to write that and tick it on your list? Because I like ticking off stuff. I mean, if you're like me, like, fellow on my lovely listeners tick. and friends of the show, if you're like me, I love a good to-do list. I know Beth who's listening. She loves a good to-do list. I love list. a to-do list, but mine has like like proper stuff on it. Like I need to actually like phone the HMRC or I need to like research Freddie Senior School. That's all boring you're, stuff. You only have about... Not, I know it's boring stuff, but it's stuff that has to be done. And all yours yeah. is, is like... Make put, the put bed. Us, make the bed. Okay, have a coffee. Have a coffee. Yeah, that goes Make on there. Make some soup. And <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, pay the electricity bill. Uh, speak to the school about the trip. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Clothes. I'm, I'm going to be making soup and drinking coffee all over the place and you're going to be on boring phone calls. <laughs> right, this is so true. But I am going to be holding a crate of books and you're going to be rock climbing and Tom's just going to be like spinning a knife on the end of his finger. <laughs> Big shout out to Tom. Thank you so much for contributing to today. Uh, thanks for all of you that are listening. And and please remember, guys, to keep sending us in your stories and your experiences and your grinds and your useless purchases and your awkward occurrences. We want to feature you on the show as much as us. So Summer is on its way. Have a wonderful week, everyone, and we will see you next week. We love you guys. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hey, Chris. Tell you about my dream. No, don't tell me about your dream. <laughs> Especially when you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, ah, Chris, save me. It's very real to me, and I still need to tell you about it. Do you ever like dream about me? All the time, yeah. But it, it's in, you. you know, in, you know. <laughs> no, it's usually other people. What? <laughs> all right, you are all right. You can tell me about it. Okay. Next week. Bye bye. Bye.